Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Welcome to the Kent Online podcast on Monday, August the 3rd. One of the big incentives by the government to try and boost the economy following lockdown has got underway today and hundreds of places to eat in Kent have signed up. Eat Out to Help Out will run on Mondays to Wednesdays in August. Cafes, pubs and restaurants that have signed up will be able to offer half-price meals up to the value of £10 a head. Rosie Collins is the marketing manager at food and drink business McNaid, which has sites in Ashford and Faversham. She's been speaking to the Kent Online podcast. We really support it and we think that it's a it's a brilliant initiative. You know, generally looking at our figures over the last several years, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, they are quieter days. You know, we do always pick up towards the end of the week. So it's the perfect days for it, really. Um, and, you know, it can only be a positive thing. You know, we've told our community about it via our social media and via email. It's getting, you know, so much coverage. Um, and I think that we're going to see hopefully a, a really strong couple of weeks and, and August is going to be really strong for us over those days and, and, and at both sites, you know, they people can take advantage of it in both places. Um, yeah, no, we're absolutely behind it. I think there's definitely different camps of people, those who are feel more confident and more comfortable eating out and those that don't. And I think for those that might be on the fence, I think this is a great reason. You know, it's a, a really good saving if you, you know, if you're looking at coming in for a, for lunch with us and a coffee and a cake and it's a really good saving. So I think that it might, I think that those people on the fence are going to be encouraged to come. And I think for us, like I said a second ago, having that outside space, we've got outside seats in Ashford and we've got um, the deck here in Faversham. I think again that I think that people just feel that little bit more comfortable outside and I just think that the eat out to help out it's just going to give them that little boost I think to kind of say you know we will come out we will come and eat our businesses you know we've got multi um multi-use you know we're retail we're deli we're cafe so we've and our staff have been able to kind of move between those sections depending on um, how busy they are so uh, but obviously there's those businesses from hospital pure hospitality perspective that that haven't been able haven't had that business so if if this is going to incentivize and encourage more people to come out they can bring more people back off furlough um and just that creativity as well getting to see the guys back back on the floor and and cooking dishes and and making people happy However, the impact of the pandemic continues to be felt in Kent. DW Sports have announced they're going into administration with stores in Maidstone, Canterbury and Ramsgate set to close. A total of 1,700 jobs are at risk as its website is closed down, followed by the shops. Elsewhere, 53 members of staff are going to lose their jobs at Canterbury Cathedral. That's one-sixth of the total workforce. All employees were invited to apply for voluntary redundancy last month. The Cathedral's lost at least £3 million so far during the pandemic. Meantime, Kent Theatre has thanked those who've supported it financially, but says it's still short of funding. A crowdfunding page has raised more than £30,000 for the Astor Theatre, and more money will be made available after Deal Town Council agreed to increase its emergency grant fund. But bosses say they still need another £20,000 to survive. Well, despite all that negative news, there do seem to be some positive medical developments today. New tests are being rolled out, which can detect coronavirus in just 90 minutes. Two types of devices are being sent to labs and care homes, with the first samples likely to be analysed next week. Dr Jack Jacobs is a GP in Ashford. He's been speaking to KMTV. Um, it will be so helpful to be able to get 
uh, sort of what we call near patient testing, so results back within a sort of reasonable time frame. Uh, and the other thing that will be really helpful will be to get uh, identifications of other viruses, because clearly in the winter, uh, all the viruses, whether it's flu or common cold viruses um, or uh, coronavirus, all give the same symptoms. So it's very difficult for us to try and differentiate between them all. So having a test that will be able to tell us which virus uh, is causing the infection and therefore we can tailor our advice will be, will be a, a game changer. <laughs> Absolutely. And we've heard lots about how people are concerned that the winter will be particularly challenging. Uh, how worried are you in light of this a new test about uh, the coming season? Yeah, I think uh, like uh, most of us uh, in primary care, in general practice and in hospitals, we are really worried about the risk of, of a, a so-called second wave. I think it is probably pretty lightly. I don't think it'll be the same as the first time round because we do know so much more about this illness and the testing is going to be so much quicker and better, but it's something we have to be prepared for. So whatever we can get in place to make that easier and more rapid uh, for the uh, clinical medical staff to help manage things the better. Kent Online News. A Maidstone man's been charged with murder after a man died during an attack in the town. Emergency crews were called to Bower Place on Friday night. The victim, who was in his 50s, was flown to a London hospital but later died. 36-year-old Lance Colston from Tunbridge Road is accused of killing him. Another man was also hurt and 33-year-old Oliver Watts from the same road has been charged with actual bodily harm. A driver's been arrested after a man was killed in a crash on the M2. The 34-year-old victim from Rochester was in a blue Toyota Yaris, which collided with a BMW near Junction 5 for Sittingbourne in the early hours of this morning. A 26-year-old from Chatham is being questioned on suspicion of causing death by dangerous driving. Mental health patients are still being sent away from Kent for treatment, despite a government promise it would stop. In the year to April, 45 people had to stay outside the county to get help due to a lack of beds here. The Department for Health says they're committed to making sure patients with mental health problems are treated as close to home as possible. A Kent primary school is still waiting to be inspected three years after being rated inadequate by Ofsted. Pilgrim's Way in Canterbury was given the lowest rating in 2017 for things like teaching standards and leadership. But bosses reckon it's now at least good as students' results have improved. Well, an Ofsted spokesman says it's now considered a new school after reopening under a multi-academy trust. But routine checks have been put on hold due to coronavirus. And a teenager from Rootham who's had to shield during the pandemic has won a top award for a short film she managed to make during lockdown. Education charity Into Film launched the Nature in Your Neighbourhood competition in May to encourage children who are out of school to do something creative. Orla Oates filmed local fields and quiet roads. I thought it would give me something to do over lockdown and um, I think I just wanted a project to do to keep myself busy just something um, a bit more exciting than schoolwork um, and so I started brainstorming ideas on um, how I could go about it and um, I thought I wanted to do something slightly different because I thought everyone would sort of go outside and take um, videos of leaves and trees and flowers and stuff so I wanted to do a slightly more narrative thing um, that was slightly different and I think it gave me a bit of a sense of achievement because it was a thing that I managed to complete during lockdown as well. 
Absolutely, because presumably you've been off school, so you've probably find, found all that quite frustrating. And as you say, it gave you something different to focus on. So tell us a little bit about the film and what you actually went out and did. Um, I had to wait a bit longer than other people to go outside um, and start filming because um, I've been shielding. Um, and so I had a bit more time to think about what I wanted to do. Um, and when I was finally able to go on a walk, I was quite overwhelmed by how green and bright everything was. And so I kind of wanted to portray that in uh, my film. And we also could only go out um, during the evenings um, because there'd be fewer people around. So uh, a lot of the shots that I've taken are ta were taken at sunset. So I had to sort of keep that sunlight throughout the whole of the film, sort of give it a happy feel. <laughs> That's fantastic. And you got some of the family involved as well, didn't you? Your yeah. your sister was in it and, and your dad. Tell us about what they did. Um, my sister acted in it and um, I had to go through quite a lot of boxes of Maltesers to try and bribe her into it. Um, and my dad um, did the music for it. So what the, the finished article, when it was all put together, all of your shots and all of the music, what did you think of it? Um, I wasn't quite expecting it to turn out the way it did because it was only when I was editing it that I sort of had an idea of how I wanted it to look because when I was planning it out, I wasn't, I didn't really have a specific idea of um, how I wanted it to look. I hate storyboarding. Um, I quite like spontaneous sort of shots, especially for film. Um, and so, yeah, but seeing it come together and actually completing something sort of made me feel quite accomplished. <laughs> That's it for today, but you can also now subscribe to the IM News app to access all KM Group newspapers. Just head to iliftmediasubs.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.